This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. There's only three things I know on this bitch of an earth. The PS5 is big. The McRib is back. And you're listening to Hey Fam. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. The boys are back in the room together. There's electricity in the room. We just had to, you know, uh, when we do this over Zoom or whatever, it's very controlled. We just had a live phone call come in. Uh, we, we, we hit record, then we hit stop, then we hit record again. Yeah, it's Take like the two. old days. And it's not because I've kicked the recorder or... No, that's just basically why we've had to stop <laughs> That's in the, the only reason we've lost episodes. Yeah, we are... <laughs> you kicking the recorder. You didn't miss out on much. We riffed slightly on a uh, the notion of... Uh, us marrying same each podcast other. married yeah same you know what i'm gonna add i'm gonna add out that, that two minute intro to a future pay fam maybe oh that's not, great maybe not this one maybe the next one you know at some point in the future two minute intro anyway who cares but nature is healing i'm eating a mcflurry we're back <laughs> we're sydney sydney lockdown is over angus yeah. and i are back on a couch together uh where we belong yeah it's so much easier uh this way and there's gonna be no delays as an expert it's pretty f- funny we're like close to uh i call it half a thou podcast episodes i would actually call us professionals now yeah like we we are like you know we're not quite uh mark maron or barack obama and bruce springsteen levels of podcasting but we're like uh you know we're like kevin smith like we're just like we're doing it constantly to the point where like it's probably annoying to most people <laughs> And it's like <laughs> that's yeah that, that's that's what the real way to be pro yeah it's just annoying and like just 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 barely treading water to stay average and having like but a loyal fan base people don't say good for you when I tell them I make podcasts anymore. yeah they go why what happened or like did your parents die tragically Still? or yeah and I'm like no I make so much money from it and so they go oh that's cool then yeah and now a word from <laughs> no we don't have small, uh, do we have a sponsor? What's wrong? You suddenly freaked out. I know. Uh, no, last week you threw to a sponsor. That, that was too early, wasn't it? Oh, you, you want to sponsor to a sponsor at one minute? And uh, 50 now seconds? a word from my penis. <laughs> um, hey, it's crazy that we have like the the most positive, uh, you know, vibe for an episode in a while. Yeah. Given that we are allowed to be under the same roof again. Yeah. We also have like the most content, insane content. Um, Shit opened up again. Mo- Tom Cruise said it first last year. The movies are back. The movies are back. Because I, I feel like we're going to get a blockbuster every week in Sydney. Yeah, we got like Sydney, now that Eternals the in like two weeks or something. Yeah. There's some shit Venom shortly that. after that. Venom, uh, Bond, Dune. It's like, 
it's like the, the like cinema had blue balls for the last year, and now it's finally nutting. Now it's finally found Mrs. Cinema or Mr. Cinema, and it is just like coming all over it. And we are the audience lapping uh, it up. Yeah, we're we're just lying there, cheeks, eyes, mouths, ears, all open, and in, just being engulfed with seminal cinema fluid. Excellent. Yeah. Um, we saw Shang-Chi last night. Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, the legend of 10 rings. We did. Um, I saw it last Separately. night. Separately. I saw it Monday. Yeah. I'm, we I'm, both went with our uh, partners. You went with your wife. I went with Noon. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's cute. You went with Noon. Of course. To, you, I mean... He's my movie. Dude. And he's he's a guy you take to go see something that has the most connection to Iron Man. Well, you know, we brought Clippers along. You are legally allowed to get a haircut in Sydney we, we again. Brought, we actually brought hair clippers along, but we found it was too, like... The magic wasn't it there. Just, it wasn't that. Yeah, we put the clippers away. There was no ACDC on the soundtrack. I didn't know when to rock out in this movie. It was <laughs> Hotel California, not your jam. Look, as a straight white guy, I, felt, I, I, was, I didn't know when to rock out properly in this movie. Right, yeah, you need your akadaka. <laughs> I need Iron Man to tell me uh, he's Iron Man by playing the song Iron Man by Iron Maiden. You know, I, I um I DJed a, I DJed a um good save I DJed a kids disco um like many of them um over the last few weeks over Zoom so I, like it was like oh, hey yeah. the kids are sad and need cheering up can you just fuck around in your study did with you the just like music loop on video of you while you sat down and played like video games <laughs> yeah that's a good idea yeah, next lockdown you? um but I would take requests. And um, it was ridiculous how many people, how many kids requested ACDC because of uh, MCU. Uh, no, no, no one ever requested Back in Black. It was uh, Thunder wow. Thunderstruck. That's a big one. What's that? It's probably in Fortnite or something. Yeah, it's probably in Among Us. You can play as Angus Young. Yeah, everyone thought that's who I was named after. Who are you named after? Oh, no one. Just Angus I'm Old. Angus. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm I'm like Benjamin Button. I'm the inverse. <laughs> no, it's very uh, boring and pragmatic. My parents are both school teachers and so they have like 30 kids names a day and uh they picked the first two names a guy and a girl name uh they didn't know what i was going to be and it was just the first name that they hadn't taught each okay right like if you taught aaron yeah okay next if you taught an adam yeah have you taught an alan well yep. they went through like an alphabet they started literally they started so Angus with and Annalise. they literally got to the first page of each and we're just like, cool, they're going to be the names. Okay, right. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> just like everyone, a lot of people are like, oh, your parents must love ACDC. What a, what a great name. What's the story behind it? And I'm like, pragmatism and just being sensible. The, the alphabet. Yeah, start of the book. So we did, we've got Shang-Chi to talk about. We're also going to talk about um, the finale of Ted Lasso season oh, yeah. two. Have you seen that? Yeah, you yeah, watch it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting stuff. And uh, most excited to talk about Metroid Dread. Metroid Head. <laughs> Metroid Ted. Yeah. Lasso. Metroid head lasso. Dread lasso. Yeah. Dread um, lasso. So uh, I've loved, I love Metroid. Dread Lasso. Chunk we got episode Chunk Chi and the legend and of the, the Dread dredgend. Lasso. Dredgend. And the okay. Dredgend of Um the Soccer Boy. Yeah. Of the Ten of, Soccer Balls. Of the Ten Soccer Balls. Um, the Ten Goals. Should we talk about you want to talk about Ted Lasso or Metroid Dread first? I mean, people probably want to hear us talk about Shang-Chi first, so let's save that for the end. For the very end. Like, for, I reckon five minutes, and then we tell people to pay us, give us five dollars. I reckon you and I both talk about our relationship with the city of Sydney and how <laughs> it was underutilized in the film Shang-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> and then... That was... that. I have to say, finishing that movie and then going, like, filmed on in Sydney and... I was and like, what? We, we, we spent the last few weeks talking about The Matrix, which is a film that is just dripping in mm. Sydney. Pretty yeah, there's so much Sydney landmarks in it. It really feels like a Sydney movie. Yeah. I couldn't tell you one moment that felt 
even Australian. Yeah. Not that I, you know, need it, but I just, I didn't, no. it didn't I mean, seem... I guess just all the green screen shit and the fantasy stuff was yeah. all a soundstage here. The and I think they showed like on location in San Francisco. St. George Dragons. Yeah. Were in that yeah, scene. That, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Shang-Chi, gonna, we'll, we'll talk about that in the last three minutes of this episode. Oh yeah, if that. If that, last 90 seconds. Um, no, a, a second for each ring. <laughs> <laughs> so let's look about Metroid Dread um, yeah. on t- Nintendo Switch. Oh wait, actually, first of all, I'm back in Angus's house. I've um, had, there's been some upgrades. There, you've upgraded every piece <laughs> look, of tech. I've been uh, playing ACDC. <laughs> I've been getting Siri to play uh, Hard Rock as I update the house. I mean, last time you came here, I had, like, there was no soundbar. You had a, a launch switch. You had a PS5. A launch switch and a PS5. Um, and now you have an Xbox Series X. Yeah. You have a smaller a HomePod, HomePod Mini. HomePod yeah. Mini. Because your other HomePod broke, right? Yeah. Mine's still going strong. What have you been doing to yours? Uh, it's some Just of the play, requests. Playing too much. Well, yeah. <laughs> playing too much. Can't tail my eyes off you. Yeah. Um. Then you have, uh, you've still got the PlayStation 5. Got a soundbar. Um, obviously, look, I'd have to confirm that, yes, the PlayStation 5 is still very big. But Looking also... Looking at everything now, the hierarchical structure, it is the biggest thing besides the big TV. I, yeah, I think the Xbox Series X looks stupider than the, than the, than the PlayStation 5. When it's, when it, when it You're right. When you put the PlayStation 5 up on its side, it like great. the way it's it done... It looks like it, a work of art. Yeah, I have to have it on, like, lying down. It looks ridiculous. You don't. I'm not going to display it, like, out with, you know, that's just, you know... I guess you're not a ba- you don't have that. Bachelor. I'm, not, I'm not a bachelor. Yeah, this is a Mark. Look, I've got bachelor. Anakin Skywalker pod racing. I've got Tim Avery. You've got, got Michael got Jackson. Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, I think a dude lives here, <laughs> or a kid, <laughs> I don't know. or a weird kid. <laughs> yeah, or a pedophile. <laughs> um, I'm not the, uh, the the last one at all. He's only one of those things. Can you guess which? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the Series X is is very large too. I don't think it's that big. It's mm. just like, it could, I, yeah, I don't know why it looks like that. I, 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 I like it. It's just like nice industrial design. It just looks like a subwoofer or something. Anyway, um, now you'll recall the last, I don't know, 50 episodes of Hey Fam where Angus uh, meant, says things like, yeah, I don't really play my Switch anymore. I'm yeah. never playing N- Animal Crossing. N- Nintendo um, uh, just... They haven't impressed I, me for they, a while. They've, they've lost their magic. I don't... I don't. Uh, Though I did say I've, I was always very excited for Metroid Dread. Okay. Remember, I was not a naysayer when that... Anyway, came out. I got here today and um, I noticed that Angus's switch is white now. You bought an OLED. You ruined the surprise. Yeah, so I've had I, I ruined the surprise by seeing it. I got you know you you ruined the surprise so by I'd, not being in the room when I saw it. I was yeah, still surprised. I was shitting, but I'd planned to say, "Hey, I'm stuck." Angus answered the door to let me in mid shit. Yeah. He crab walked to his door. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I was gonna say, "Hey, I'm up to this part of Metroid. Can you help me?" I was gonna say, "Can, can you help me?" And then I walk in and you wipe so, my you, ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I was gonna make you go over and get it out of the dock. But you discovered it. I heard you go, what? Or something. And yeah. I was like, damn, he's discovered it. But yeah, I've been playing Metroid Dread exclusively on my OLED Switch. So this means that you bought a launch Switch. You also bought a Switch Mini for your yeah. partner at the time. Mm. But And now uh, now you've got a, a, a Switch OLED. Mm-hmm. I've, I've still got my Switch, my Switch, my launch Switch, which I finished. I finished uh, all of Metroid Dread in handheld. Yeah, um, that's great. I played it all handheld so far. It's just I, I, I played... Fusion and Zero Mission and Samus it's Returns what all, in, all, all, in, all in handheld mode. It's a handheld series to me. Yeah, The genre of Metroidvanias, I just prefer them handheld. Um, I, so I, I feel like I'm a primary target for getting the OLED model, but I still can't justify it's it. It's insane that why, I didn't, you didn't. It's you so know, funny. It's so, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, but the thing is, like, it's also like classic Hey Fam. Classic Angus. 
It's called character growth. My narrative is crazy. I've played Call of Duty. No, this no, year. Your narrative is you just spend money. My narrative is like I'm curious. I'm a I'm a curious person. Okay, yeah, for sure. And curious I'm, Gus. I'm kind of like Louis Theroux. I'm just like that's an interesting thing. I might join uh, a lobby in Call of Duty and explore, the, you know, the notion of what happens there. And maybe I will document. So it. Um, the, the people that Angus has been playing through, that when they decide on which word to say, they they open up the dictionary and actually get all the way to N. Before they say oh. the word they're going to say. Oh, yeah. Similar sure. to your parents naming you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or F. <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It depends. It might be one of those backwards dictionaries where the the later, you know, the tail end letters come first. Yeah. One of those ones. One of those ones. Very common. Uh, yeah, but I got to switch OLED. Uh, just been playing that. <laughs> it's currently resting on my iPad Pro 12.9. Yeah, so you got a new I- iPad and then you so had to, you had, we, had to stop, we had to stop recording the la- the, uh, this episode tonight and, and start again because Angus got a call from Apple saying his watch was ready. Yeah. So you got that new watch. Yeah, this one's a bit old. So it's not it though. In. You got that one more recently than I got mine. It was like two and a half years ago. I'm okay. a trade-in dude. I've been trading in. I'm just... You're leveling up. I'm leveling up. Trade, yeah, You're like, trading mm, my old Samus, iPad. Samus is onto a good thing. I, I need some new power-ups and abilities. Seriously, it's very inspiring. Uh, but no, you know, uh, I, you know, I don't really have like a person or like kids or whatever to hand off my like... Yeah, that is, that isn't it. And also like my my income has dropped, whereas yours has stayed the same, but you have less to spend it on because you're not going out. Yeah, I don't and you drink. You don't drink anymore. I, uh, whereas baby, I have been drinking. This guy uh, <laughs> has been drinking enough for the both of us. But yeah, it was just like... You know, tax return time with my very traditional job. That also, that tax time for me means I have to give money, money to it. It sucks. So I, I, I don't. I get it. So Imagine looking forward to tax time. That's great. I should get a job. Dude, it rules. It rules. You're just like, oh, cool. It's July. I'm going to get a lump sum of money that has been withheld from But that's been me. taken from you. But at least I get... You get yeah. a, it's like four savings. Okay, yeah, sure. You kind of go like, oh, shit. I got that now. I might... Uh, upgrade all my tech again. Literally. I mean, and also all the stuff I upgrade is all tax deductible. Yeah, sure. So it's just like whatever, man. So you've been playing Metro. You, you, you walked in, you saw the posters. You know, you know <laughs> I saw, who you're dealing with. I saw with. the tax deductible Anakin yeah. and Michael Jackson posters. You know who you're dealing with. <laughs> Literally, a, a, a little boy or a pedophile. I, one <laughs> of the two. <laughs> the choice is yours. Um, so yeah, we've been playing Metroid Dread. I was concerned about this game. Just like I, I thought it would be fine, but I, I was worried it was only going to be fine. Nineteen years in the making, essentially. Yeah, I really love Metroid Fusion. Um, I recently so replayed GBA? Zero Mission GBA. Yeah, I, and I think like GBA is my favorite era of Nintendo, and I love that. It's an era I missed out on, and I'm kind of bummed about that. It's so sick. It's, it's like just like if, if, if the thing is the, the main thing stopping it from being the best era of Nintendo is you can't find any games. There's no mainline um, Mario game. Yeah, it was... Um, they just re-released the SNES one. What did they call it back then? Super Mario Advance. Advance, that's right. And they did Super Mario World and um, Yoshi's Story. And, Yoshi's, and then Sorry, even three. Yoshi Island. It was like one, two. It was like one, three. One, two. I don't, no. They didn't do two. Super Mario Advance was two. And then um, Super Mario Advance 2 was Mario... Th- World. World. Land. Yeah. And Super three, Mario Advance 3. three oh, yeah. And then Super Mario Advance 3 was World. And then Super Mario Advance 4 was Yoshi's... Yeah, well, and they looked yeah. better than the ni- counterparts, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, they re- they remade them in the GBA engine. Just why the fuck isn't that shit on Switch? I mean, all it the ga- all the games that I just said are every single one of those games is on Switch. Yeah, but I mean, the, I, I mean, <laughs> just not as not the GBA those, I mean, versions. I meant like, why isn't there a GBA option in the? Yeah, no, no, like. Sure makes way more sense in a DS, which is like very hard to emulate. But look, we recently had the return of WarioWare, which is a series that got its start on the GBA. And I'm stoked. I played a bunch of it today with my son. I saw you. It's the the big Levin's family hit game of the year. I know. Shut up, Siri. 
Um, it's good to have good to be back. Good to have Siri interrupting us. Yeah, that's why I got the new watch. I'm gonna wear it on the other she's, wrist. She's louder. So it picks yeah. up, <laughs> picks up both. Um, and uh, they're gonna. We, we just got the Castlevania Advance Collection. Um, that, got, that that launched on Switch two weeks ago. Um, there is the Advance Wars Collection coming out soon. That Way Forward are doing with Nintendo. Um, those Who's are doing it with Nintendo? Way Forward, the guys who make Shantae. The oh yeah, games. Um, they're they're doing the remakes. Um, but that that's like a great GBA franchise. But like, also that's right. That was announced. That was like at the tail end of the like the same same director we got the uh the, the Metroid Dread announcement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, E3. Yeah, I look forward to that. I like Advance Wars. I yeah, played the too. DS one. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good that one. Yeah. Um, but the, the like you know Wario's been sick. Metroid Dread was like you know it's a sequel to a GBA game. It's a sequel to Fusion. It's the fifth in the 2D mainline series. Which we all know is Metroid, Metroid 2, Super Metroid, Metroid Fusion, Fusion and Metroid Zero Dread. Missions is a remake of, of one. 1. And but then uh, it has extra shit at the Sam, end, right? Um, Sam, Samus, wait, the, re- the Return of Samus is the name of the GB, the Game Boy 1, the 2. And then there's Samus's Return, which is the remake So the GBA did a lot of fucking funny name-changing stuff. It's like they were the, you know, when movies come out in the States and Europe. They, it's like yeah. the GBA is the Europe. But that was just the Game Boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they remade it for the DS. So anyway. when you replayed them all recently, what versions did you replay is one? Um, well, I only played, I played, only played through all of Zero Mission. I played a bit of Fusion. I played... A, Wait, did I, you play it on a GBA? Yeah. Oh, you I, have a GBA? Oh, no, I had played it on my D- oh, DS. The, the original DS, yeah. But, um, sorry, the second, the DS Lite, the first original DS Lite. It's just such baby a boy, bonkers bonkers world that we're living in i know i spoke about i mean this. you have a wii u in your house you could just hook it back up you don't, wouldn't even need to hook it could connect it to your tv um you just have that gamepad fired up you can buy all the games all the metro games i just said are available for like less than 10 bucks each on the wii u eShop. it just should be on the switch i agree with you but yeah just to if, set if you do up want the to wii u is just such hard. a fucking bummer if i even set up the gamepad it looks like dog shit i mean i've been, I have to I've, sit, I've like, been playing it every day i have to sit like two meters from I've been it. playing uh Me- mega man battle network oh, okay five yeah how's yeah, that man. fucking cool yeah what is it <laughs> like a weird puzzle game oh okay i'm into it yeah that's nice um but i support you see that's what i mean more gba shit i love it um but because as of now metroid the switch Dread. only has metroid and super metroid doesn't it Metroid, Super Metroid. Yeah. Doesn't even have Metroid Two on NES Online, does it? No, there's no Game Boy games. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so dog shit, isn't it? Metroid Dread is out though, and it is the opposite of dog shit. It's yeah. made by Mercury Steam. It is dog who cum. Made, if uh, you're if you're a dog who likes, if you're other a cum officiando, like like all cinephiles in Sydney have been, uh, this game's for you. Just seeing uh, Metroid. Just opening up Metroid on your OLED model just to see. Not the game, just the Super Metroid. Super Metroid's on. Oh, well, I don't need to do that. Yeah, I don't know why you're doing that. I don't know. I, I, I get it. You got your new tech. I've seen it. I just okay? want to see how bright it was compared to. Pretty bright. You know what it was? But you said the word gamepad. Yeah, right. And I just needed to wash that shit out of my face. <laughs> uh, so Metroid Dread is made by Mercury Steam, who are the guys that made Samus's Return on game uh, on DS, 3DS a couple years ago. That was the, the Metroid game that came out a year into the Switch's li- lineup. Like launch. And was it a remake? Yeah, remake of the Game Boy one. That's right. It's so confusing, yeah. isn't it? It's so confusing. Jesus Christ. But that's pretty good, but not not one of the greats. And I was like but a why little not? bit. Is it um, beat well, for beat the same? No, it's very different. Oh, is you, it? You have to like you have to kill forty Metroids. Right. So there's like forty boss battles essentially in, okay. this, in this game. And but what there was? But they're pretty same. So wait, is it a remake of the Game Boy one? Yeah, but they like it's a revision. Of but the, the of Game, Game Boy, Boy one, one, you didn't do that. I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, like going back to a Game Boy Metroid is. 
It's like going back to an NES game now. It's no, it's so much worse because it's no color. Yeah, it's like yeah, kind of green and kind of gray. Yeah, and one like it's so hard telling the environments apart, and yeah, it's are you even controlling Samus? It's insane. That does seem like such an old piece of tech, doesn't it? When you think, and I remember it being like, even when it came out, it being like an outdated piece of tech. Well, they supported it like well into the thousands. Yeah, they did. Considering yeah, Game Boy colors were coming out at the end of the nineties, and game I had a Game Boy Pocket. Um. I didn't. I didn't have a regular Game Boy. I had Pocket. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Metro Dread also cool. Um, I think this movie, this game, is one of the greats. Yeah. One of the best of the year. It's top five. One of the best games, Metroids and one of the best Metroidvania games. Top five Switch game, like in yeah. the Switch catalog. Um, it's just. I mean, like there, there is that magic when you know. I, remember when the Switch launched and we got Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey. Oh yeah, brother. In, I a, think in the same it. year and I was and I we, we we fucking deluded ourselves into thinking Nintendo were back. Like they're they're going to do, do this for stuff. all of their franchises now. Yeah, they're going to reimagine yeah. cuz remember the yeah, the thing with those games, they broke as we spoke about, they broke like with sacred tradition. Like Zelda was truly open world. Link didn't wear green. Like you know, Mario didn't wear his usual outfits. Like it was very much you became other things. They were doing new things. Yeah, totally. And things that were kind of like you just thought, oh, Nintendo would never do that, and they didn't. They were they were breaking all the mold, and then they re-released Mario Kart. I'm like, all right, maybe they need to just <laughs> maybe they need to re-release just one Wii U game, and then they re-released new Super <laughs> Mario Brothers U, then they re-released Super Mario Brothers 3D World, and then they re-released just basically every. Uh, then they re-released for three months, uh, Mario 64, Mario. Yeah. Etc. Yeah, but just for three months. Yep. Not even they could release them for that long. Um, but this is, yeah, this is like top tier Metroid. I, I, I was worried that they would forget what makes these games special. And like the, the, the studio they're working with, Mercury Steam, have made some mediocre Castlevania games. Oh, really? Past. Yeah. They made, Where are they based? Uh, Spain. Okay. I just said that. Did you? I said the game <laughs> from Spain. You said. Interesting. I obviously wasn't listening. That's oh, good to be back. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot going on here. I got a Michael Jackson poster. Yeah, yeah of course. There's a cat in the corner. You may or may, maybe a little boy or a pedophile. Yeah, there's a lot. Every there's, morning, uh, there's two uh, wolves inside you. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's there's two boys inside me. <laughs> so this is not the other way around. It's fine. And now a word from our sponsors. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, 
automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely putting it there. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, um, but yeah, so I was worried that, that Metroid Dread was... You like, were dreading. I was dreading that it wasn't going to be the magic that I was. I think every it to review be. I've read has definitely made a very unique pun about the title and their trepidation towards a game. You, this I, I've been dredging through the reviews. Oh yeah, I um, I, 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 I found some hilarious ones. Oh, you sent me one. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. Well, was it man, a guy complaining that it's hard and it's not? It's complaining, complaining that it makes him feel miserable because it's difficult and the aliens. First thing first, it's not di- like I'm not trying to sound hardcore. I'm not a hardcore gamer at all. It's not difficult. It's just like a genre of game that like exists like it's not a side scroll like do you think people yeah misunderstand it and think that it's like a mario s game or something or like a like a yeah it's funny like and, and it's like or something it's not like this is a studio that like only releases games that are too hard if anything this is like their first difficult game since breath, breath of, of the, the wild, wild. yeah, yeah and, and like that they're published and i was shocked actually like let yeah. them let them put out a hard, a hard game once in a while it's, yeah it's, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's getting like really good reviews. It right? deserves them too, yeah. man. Like the only like the only thing I'm not loving about the game is the soundtrack. Not that it's bad, just that it's like it's a bit whatever. It's just well, it's 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 a mood board. Yeah. With whereas like I like Super Metro, I think is one of the best soundtracks ever made. And that's maybe more of a like product of its time. There are some great sound tr- soundtrack cues, but it's mostly them like cueing Samus's theme. Like when you theme save from, and stuff or when you like... Oh, yeah. Stuff. Like, like her fanfare. Da, yeah. da, da, da. That's like, I think one of the I best jingles it's ever. It's beautiful. It's like on par with like all of... Whenever you go on a train in, uh, in Japan yeah, yeah, yeah. and every every line Especially has its own with jingle. this version, it just sounds yeah. like when you power on the, on the new, on the new Switch boing, OLED boing. model. Oh, yeah. They, it, it, it like massages you while it hums. <laughs> Uh, have, you, have you played one two switch on your new OLED switch yet? No, I'm saving that. For so I say that's the, the, the that's the tech saving demo. that for the pro. Of course, yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't wait to. Eat did you buy that as well? Yeah, we both did. It was that's one of so the two funny. games available that Nintendo <laughs> published. One was a. It was the only Switch exclusive game when the Switch came out. Yeah, of course, I'll have you remember. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll never learn. I'll never learn. You certainly, you, you feel like you learn less than me. You, you give me shit for like considering getting you know these things. You know what it's done though? It's and then you get them. It's made me... And I don't. It's made me... Uh, like you talk me out of it and then you just go and do it. Just foot HS, I guess. <laughs> it has made me reappreciate the Switch. The, the launch model? Yeah. I mean, my launch model was beaten up bad it was not in good, con- good mine condition mine is like yeah it's, it, I, I have no problem with mine like i i, I replaced the joy cons yeah um but like the screen my screen great. was scratched the because it was one of those models that the dock would actually uh, scratch I, I got i got a screen protector See, i didn't yeah, yeah and uh yeah because i just used the product as described it scratched my switch a friend of mine sent me a message today saying what would you do if one of your kids sh- um jammed a switch game into the switch upside down and I haven't, I haven't, I just left him on unread at the moment. I can't deal with that. Oh, so it wasn't just a question. You mean like a kid? I think his did kid it? did it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I would like, I'd just be like, what did the you, fuck's wrong with you? Did you say, well, I know someone well, who has a Michael Jackson poster in the house. Would you like me to send the kid? Yeah. There? yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I, I should have said, what's well, your fault for not having a mostly digital library? Yeah, go digital. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, Metro Dread is just a fucking great time. It's all for a while. It was all I can think of think about, um, and I, I finished it. 
That's I, great. I had to just get. I did. Were you just like sitting in the car driving away? <laughs> I I stayed it? up till two last night playing it. Really? Um, and I got really really far, and it, it does get like tremendously difficult. That rules. Um, towards the end, some of the final boss fights, especially the last boss fight, there's it's like a, a three phase boss fight, and you you just get fucking owned on the first phase, and you it's one of those ones where you're like, how the hell am I meant to do anything? Yeah. And then you have to learn the patterns, and you know it's just. It's yeah. So these it's, games it's are difficult, about. but it's about pattern recognition. Yeah. It's also like you know winning through the, by the skin of your teeth. There's like, like, you know, I'm, I'm not totally spoiling things here, but like Metroid, often you'll have to escape as a timer goes down, right? Like that's how almost every Metroid game has a sequence mm. where you've got to escape as the, as the, as the the timer ticks down until the, the planet you're on explodes. Yeah. I escaped with like three seconds left. Oh wow! I was just like, and I like my heart was racing. The last 20 minutes, half an hour of, of this game are like insane. The plot, like there, are, there is a story to this game and, and like it is wrapping up those five 2D Metroid games. How funny. Did um, you get closure as someone who's played dude, them recently? Dude, so much. Like, and th- there, there is like a, there's a reveal and it's so stupid, but I loved it. Yeah. Like on par with like Evangelion shit for you. Oh, that rules. Like I was just like, oh my God. Like, yeah, it was. Will it? Affect anyone who has not played the others? No, because I think it's still even if you've never played a Metro game before, this is just a weird, cool space game. Yeah, and you're and you're learning the lore. But I mean, was this game. reveal? Will it? Will I go like, whoa, or no? I mean, mean, nothing. It's you'll laugh. Okay, you'll laugh and you'll send me a screenshot of the of the line. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's really, really funny. Sick. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait in that case. Um, but yeah, some of the some of the bosses are so fucking hard. Um, San, you and I have just discovered we've been playing quite differently. I've been doing a lot of exploring, and yeah, well, I mean, I guess this is like you know, I, I play like six Metroidvania games a, a year. Month. <laughs> so, I think with this one, I I was really I was telling myself well because I find like this isn't like your typical Metroidvania game in that like you you can keep going just going back to the old areas constantly and explore them. This one, while not like guiding you, like telling you to go to this place next, it does kind of hint or like kind of push you, nudge you in the right direction mm. and often will lock you out of re- returning to areas no there's um, ways there's ways for sure but i mean yeah, like they're, they're long are, yeah you gotta like go through two areas sometimes like worlds to get to like a place sometimes i'll probably do a hundred percent playthrough at some point there's a lot of I'll probably very, sue her that's probably i'll probably sue <laughs> i'll probably play all of metroid um but there's a there's some challenges have you done yeah. the, the speed boost um yeah so once once you've done that, there's a really tricky thing that you never really need to do in, mm. in the actual game. But if you want to unlock everything, you need to master running with the speed boost on, pulling down and then pushing diving. down, yeah, and but then I've you can you can that. hold it for a sh- short amount of time. You can hold the charge for like four seconds yeah. or something like that. Then you can use it and keep you can keep holding it down and and hold on to the charge, and that's how you can get into some really difficult areas. Yeah, right. To get which like upgrades your missiles by like ten Two or ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, I got a large missile count now. That compared yeah, you to got a large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ended the the. I ended it. I think I took me nine hours to beat the game. Yeah. Um, and uh, I got a forty-one percent completion of. So not very high at all. No. So I'd be interested to see what you're what you're at. I mean, what can you go back though? And 100%. at the end of the game, you absolutely can. Yeah, like just cool. before, just before that first that final yeah, battle. Yeah, sure. But it I kind is. of wanted like I was like, I was like, oh, I felt really, really. I was just in love with the um the combat at that point and i was like fuck it i don't care if i'm like underpowered or whatever i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm sure i can do this and yeah it took me a, a, quite a few goes but yeah, i got him down yeah tight 
yeah, it's fun. like a fighting game. Like the dodge mechanic and, yeah. and the, the counter you mechanic. You've got to time things super well. It's, yeah. Like, have you, have you, you gotten the dodge yet? The, like, the, no. Okay. The dodge is really, really good. Um, and there are some enemies, like there are like these robot enemies. That yeah. Suck. You've got to like do 90 missiles into them. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, you, you you've just like, get really used to dodging slide them. Slide underneath them. And yeah. Yeah. It fucking rules, man. I fought a few of those. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm probably my favorite game of the year. Yeah. I, I just, I in, in terms of like, a it's ga- just a I, game. I like, wanted it to be this game and it was this game. It didn't reinvent what a Metro game is to me. It just is a also, really, really good one. to Nintendo for keeping this such a secret. Like we're yeah, all fully. expecting Metroid Prime 4. But I, and like, I feel like every time people talked about Prime on the show, I'd be like, why can't they just make a 2D Metroid? Yeah. Um, and they did. Yeah. And now like... Now that the engine's made, do you think they, there's any chance of them ever doing... Dude, that would be so good if we went back to getting... Because there was a while where like like that advanced collection of Castlevania games, mm. Konami were putting one out every year. That's insane. That's so cool. So they finished this story they started, but do you think that means they can just do a new story now? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, absolutely. They like, should do I, it. I, I, sure. I would love more more Net- Metroid in this engine. Um, they should totally do it. They're just the most fun games to play. You just give me a few new power-ups every game. Yeah. I love that you don't get the morph ball until like That's quite right. late they withhold in it. And it yeah. used to be such a like, you get yeah. it from the get-go. Yeah. So, all right. That's that's my Metroid Dread talk. For, I, we'll do some more of it when you finished it. Yeah, I, I want to talk about the final story stuff because it's so funny. Oh sure. Um, when when you when you when you've seen. Oh it. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to spoil yeah, it yeah, for yeah, you. Please, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about um. Uh, Who's the other one? Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, Ted. Big red Ted. Um. So the f- final episode of season two of Ted Lasso aired on Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. this past weekend. Um, this has been an interesting season for me. I think like some good highs, but um, lows that the first season didn't have. Um, I think Ted Lasso, they overwrote him. Like they crammed way too many lines. It was like he was an entire episode of Community as one character, just like constantly making, you know, like, oh, it's it's like Shania Twain says at the right. beginning of yeah, Man, yeah, I Feel yeah, Like yeah. a Woman. Let's go, girls. Mm. Like, you know, just constantly like... But wasn't he like that in the first episode? Yeah, but season? this is like, not like seven references per conversation he was having. I thought it was... Yet. Yeah, right. I guess I can't remember. They were a little less forced in the first season. I remember there was yeah. an 808s and Heartbreaks reference in season one. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, that was really good. And Tom Cruise. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. They were, that's, that's a good one for Angie. Yeah. It was in the same episode. It was a Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. I think that's when I texted you saying you yeah. have to watch this yeah, show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, but they they expanded on the, the cast. We got like a lot more of a yes. focus on each cast member. We got a really great new cast member. Yes. Um Sharon, Dr. the doctor the, Dr. the psychiatrist. Sharon. Um because I think what made season one of Ted Lasso so good was that you have this like, you know, very happy go lucky uh doughboy um saying like, you know, coming in a fish out of water and everyone fucking hates him. And uh, you know, the Rebecca is is a bad guy in that first season. Yeah, she's like hired him to self destruct the team essentially, and she becomes his his biggest fan by the end of it. Yeah. Um. And this season, you know, it is difficult because everyone well, how do you on, on the surface drama? loves Ted now. Even the uh, press that used to hate him love and, him. And so I loved that. Like, and it's funny because they shouldn't love him because they've been relegated. Like the team yeah, didn't yeah. perform well. So Sharon, you know, as this like very untrusting, straight. It's like, you know, doctor type. Mm. I, I loved her, um, her relationship with um, with with Ted. In, I thought that was my, the strongest part of this season for 100%. Me. And I, I, I do think that 
maybe the extra Ted padding you were talking about, maybe that was intentional because of all of the, uh, you know, she was seeing right through it. She was like, yeah, why do you no, act totally. like this? Yeah, yeah. And it, broke him down. It's a nervous was reaction. Like a, 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 a like kind of a risky thing to do for a show that doesn't like rock the boat that much. And, you know, you it also runs the risk of, you know, explaining how the sausage is made. Like that's such a risk to be like, why is X character this way? Yeah, for sure. And I think it was handled like superbly. I thought, yeah, like... I thought uh, Jason Sudeikis th- too, like he hit, hit like some... Some acting chops that I was like not aware of, especially as Ted Lasso. So we didn't get to talk about it on the show, but that episode where Rebecca's um, father dies and they're at the funeral. Oh, yeah. And um, she is talking to her mum about seeing her dad cheat. cheat. Yep. And then as was cutting to him as he's Ted's telling Sharon about his da- dad yeah, killing himself. That's insane. That was one of the best moments this show's ever mm. had. And then moments later, you have Rebecca singing. Rick Astley. Is it part of the that was contract horrible. that she has to sing every season? Uh, so she sing Frozen or yeah, in the Fro- first season? Like, that was cute, whatever, in the first season. Like, but they're like, they really like showing that that actor can sing. It's yeah. like, I think we need to stop with the singing. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Like, I get that like it has its roots, even though it's written by and produced by Americans, those feel very like British holiday special, mm. um, mo- those moments. Mm. Uh and maybe, maybe it's just my, a culture I'll never understand. Um, I sure as hell can't eat that breakfast. But look, I, for everything I was down on on this season, and I wasn't overall, I just think there were some moments that I was like, hmm. Some look, the epi- only some thing episodes. I didn't really dig was the Christmas episode. Yeah, I did like the weird beard episode. I did too. Yeah, I loved especially when he comes um, face-to-face with um, Jamie Tart's dad. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought the Jamie Tart and Roy Kent um, relationship was one of my favorite parts of this season as Likewise, well. Likewise, yeah, they're just Jamie's like kind of uh relegation of himself almost, you know, just yeah. like hum- having to be like humbled and, well, and also winning he, back the acceptance of the team. He and, brings out my favorite side of Roy as well, that like annoyed but not wanting to be annoyed, but like yeah. as opposed to him just like the feign oh fuck. Roy's more of like a mentor yeah. in this to him or a teacher than yeah, yeah. a competitor. Yeah, for sure. Um Anyway, one of the plot points this season that I wasn't sure about was uh, Nate, who is the kind of like, what is he, like a water boy in the first season? Yeah, he was season. like the, the, the kit dude, like the guy who did all the washing and stuff. And like. Ted's like the first guy to listen to him and then makes him coach by the end of the season. And yeah. The, well, brings him in like as an assistant coach because he starts like suggesting to Ted who knows nothing. He's like, oh, you should do this. You should do this. Remember in season yeah. one? Yeah. And then so in this season, there's like, there's a darkness in Nate that we see and uh which is you know he's kind of like the michael sarah in season one he's like this soft-spoken dorky yeah character and then yeah he kind of gets this edge. but he seemed to be like like having moments against everybody not particularly mm. not just ted in particular but um we well, seem to be annoyed a lot of the time that he wasn't he thought he was not being recognized so we're going to talk about the Ted Lasso, like the f- final episode now. Yeah. If, if, spoilers the next five minutes, so skip forward. And our word from our sponsors. <laughs> well, you already know, we've already did one. You did a yeah, I'll just say our sponsors are the spoilers. Oh, right. Okay, sure. A word from our spoilers. Yeah. Um, so Nate reveals that like he fucking hates Ted. Yeah, he's like, like I hate you. I've, been tr- I've spent this entire year trying to get back in your good books and what's the point? You don't even notice. It's like, I think he's obviously got a shit. warped percep- perspective. Absolutely, percep- warped perspective. Like, he, like, he, his downfall in this season was like, I was like, where are they going with this? And when he... Because you've seen him for the first time, you've seen the way his parents treat him and his dad like treats him like shit. 
Remember his dad? Yes, was totally. Just, yeah, yeah. And it's this this season is a lot about dads. We've Absolutely. learned a lot about um, essentially that Roy is a dad to the niece. Yep. Uh, we've seen Ted and his son's relationship, but obviously Ted and his father's relationship was explored way further. Also was um, Jamie and his father. Like it is a lot more I found about dads. And I think like that is super apparent with Nate. You see that scene where he's like, takes his parents out for dinner. Also the scene where he just, you know, he's in the newspaper and like the dad just like extremely disapproving. Like I think he's projecting and just talking about his own dad. Like it's not Ted at all. Yeah, He's like, you've not paid attention to me. You don't care. And it's like, no, that's like, that's your father. Yeah. And we've seen like Ted and the... The, the one that ends, yeah, the, the penultimate episode when he gets the text from the journal and he's like just letting you know this is out tomorrow. We see, I think, in that episode that he has kept that photo that Nate's given him like next to his bed. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like, totally. It's something he loves. And so and Nate thought that he'd, you know, he'd thrown it out. Thrown it exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, he has like a big blow off at Ted. It's and insane. Then, it and doesn't then rips, fuck himself. Reaps the Believe poster up. And I was like, oh, like when I saw it. On, he just like, leaves like, it on his desk. Yeah. That's like psycho shit. Psycho have you seen him shit. snap? Like remember he snapped at his replacement a few times. He like spat in guy. the mirror a few times this season as well. That was well. crazy. Yeah. Um, so he's obviously like very self-loathing. But so because of the nature of this show, I was like, I, I, like what are they going to do to redeem Nate in Nothing. this episode? I was expecting them like, you know, him, Ted to go track down Nate and like forgive him for everything and every, for everything to be okay. At the end of this season. Well, he, it was leading you to believe that because yeah. he was waiting for him to come clean about, you know, Beard and Roy and everyone was like, you we, you know, that Nate's leaked the information about you, that you had a panic attack. This other thing of this season, mental health was such a huge plot point. And I thought it was like... Handled, handled so, handled so well. well. It was Absolutely. never like ham-fisted. Yeah. It was never whatever. Uh, but... It was, I think it was leading you, obviously, to believe that he was going to be like, well, you know, I forgive you, Nate. I'm this altruistic character. But, like, he's now, like, you know, he's like Kylo Ren. He's reached this point beyond, like, lack of Bro. redemption. And they seeded it so well because <clears throat> midway through this episode, you find out that Rebecca's ex-husband has bought Man U. Um, and, like, you know, and that's... Oh, like Westham sh- or something. Is it, it's another team. Is it? Okay, well, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, some fucking football Some team. British Sorry, shit. sorry, the UK. Either a team that uh, someone would headbutt you they're over bought, or fuck you she's, over. She's bought the, he's bought the British Beans. <laughs> My favourite team. I play on the Beans. I'm a Beanman myself. <laughs> I'm a Beansman. Me, me, I'm a Beanman. <laughs> um, and so at the end, of the, end of the end of the episode, you see, like, they all do all these, like, jumps forward. Yeah, because like, some of them were good, some like of them were three days later, a week later, six months. I thought later. the Keely Roy stuff was some of the weaker part of this episode. Yeah, though I guess it's setting up the like I don't know. They are like I, I think they're such a great couple in the show, and then they were kind of tested, but it does show that they're like I don't know. It is interesting. Yeah, like, but what yeah, going to happen? Well, I feel like the the message was hey, we should communicate more, and I feel like they both le- learnt that lesson in this season. And then yeah. Roy doesn't listen, doesn't communicate buys this big grand gesture of a holiday and gives it to Keely at the end. And she's like, I can't. Yeah, obviously she can't. Like, it makes... Yeah. Like, like, why didn't you discuss this? It's so stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, that my, my main problem with the show is that the show wants... To, the Apple product placement got to me by the end of the season, like, in a big way. And I wonder if now that he's a bad guy, Nate, Nate's going to use an Android. Because um, Steve Carell's character, who is a uh, who's getting me too on the morning show, he uses, an he uses an Android. I'm just looking in my room and I'm trying to think of... Uh, I, I don't think product placement's a problem for me in tablets. No, no, so. no totally. 
<laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you don't notice it at first. You know, what gets me is that anyone that owns these products doesn't have them off silent. So you always, yeah, hear, you always hear tap, 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 and then whoo, whoo. And like the, you know, the message yeah. tones and alerts and stuff like that. Um, but uh, also what gets me is how bad the show wants to fuck um, Juno Temple and um, and oh, yeah. Keely, Keely and Rebecca. Like they're just, they're, they're just, they just want to fuck them so bad. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just funny. Wait, wait, wait the show does? Well, I feel like the, whoever makes the show is just like so horny for Juno <laughs> Temple. Don't you reckon? I don't know. I, I, I never got you're, like you're too corny. busy jacking it over Apple products no I'm just I, what I like is like it's it's. I, I hate when you see like fake OS's and stuff yeah right or like sure. when Spider-Man uses Bing yeah so like or like in the like Marvel movies where they all have like fake Stark phones well, that's because like, Spider-Man in The Amazing Spider-Man is actually a pedophile oh, that's okay. why he uses Bing phew well he catch him not having an Anakin or Michael Jackson poster <laughs> the yeah I do like seeing like just normal consumer goods have normal OSs. Yeah, for sure. And I was like, okay, that's normal. Um, I want the like the Google, Google Plus, whatever streaming service, so I can see everyone with Google phones. Yeah, everyone and, and everyone using um communicating on Google Plus. Saying hey, that Google. social network. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey Siri, stop. <laughs> We're talking about Google Siri. Mm-hmm. Give it a rest. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> is this Ted Lasso? Oh, all my all, all our texts going hard. Yeah, we suck. Um, yeah, but uh, seeing that that Rupert has this team at the end, and then you see the gray hair guy, and I thought it would look a little bit like Nate, and then sure enough, he he, he turns around and walks towards the camera, and it's, and it's and Nate. Nate's the coach of of uh, and his hair has Rupert's been graying all season. Yeah, and and he he looks directly at the camera, which is how the season began. The season begins with. A zoom in on Nate's face, and then it zooms out at the first game. Really, where Danny uh, kicks the ball. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love the 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 man. The one one of the funny things from this episode was like going, "Oh yeah, I love when this uh, show is about football." Like I thought we we didn't. Besides that first that first episode, we didn't see any of the game stuff. It's like a slightly more comedic uh, Friday Night Lights, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is about football." Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I thought. I have I have no complaints from the season now. Like no, it was such it was a good that was such a great ending, and it's I can't. It's such a well written show. I can't wait like, for the third it, one you, now. I just remember watching it from the outset, like seeing trailers and stuff, being like, "Oh, I I I know what this show is about without watching it." And it's just like great proof to like never be that person. And yeah, it's it's just like it's so well written, and the characters are like all exceptionally written. Everybody has depth. You know yeah, what I mean? No, fully. Like, yeah, yeah, everybody's got depth, and you just like characters that who would normally like two-dimensional one-dimensional and other shows like their versions of these characters i just everyone f- feels like round well-rounded in this yeah it's really good i, I and apparently it's only gonna get like it was it was greenlit for three I seasons it's gonna get four seasons i mean yeah you would apple would be throwing money at this thing oh for sure sudeikis gets a million per episode and he's a producer as well yeah and like writer and everything i think that's ha- like that, that's all, all inclusive yeah. he gets a three three that's million, insane. one million per episode yeah yeah it's like it is probably the like, top three sh- shows on streaming. Like it, it is a reason to get a streaming service. And it was in like limbo hell for years. Yeah. And it, well, it it's cleaned up like every award, right? Yeah. Like writing awards, everything. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the Sam and Rebecca relationship? Uh, it was fine. It wasn't like a plot. I was like, damn, this is so cool. I'm glad they're doing it. But uh, I did it like... It was cute. That it the the lead up with, to it was cute. Yeah. And I like that it didn't like play with 
uh, like it didn't, it didn't like lean into too many tropes. So it was like, oh, you're older than me. Like yeah, it was just like, sure. and he wasn't like a young goofy. That like you know, it was like very like they were mature and not mature together. And I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was handled really well. Um, I loved uh, Sam Richardson. So as good. The Always dude, a pleasure dude from Africa trying to hire Sam. Always to be on his team. a pleasure. His his blow up at the end of the episode was so funny. Yeah, that was like the most like, on absurd the like yeah. the show has gotten. <laughs> and the Banksy Bring him joke. Back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was good fun. Yeah, no, that was great. He was a great character. Yes, overall, I'm, I'm happy with season two of Ted Lasso. Totally. Bring on yeah. season three. So Fuck, we, got, we get Succession next week. That's I know, I'm re-watching it all now. <sighs> it's so good. Yeah. I'm just charging. I can't wait to hear that fucking theme song again. Uh, like, it's, it, like, if you skip the theme to Succession, we're through. Oh, okay. On that note, Ted Lasso, one of the worst op- um, openings. Yeah! More like, no! Yeah. Just uh, I'm skipping every time. Just, just not a vibe. The morning show theme yeah. song is even worse. Oh, is it? It is a bafflingly bad opening. What credits. is it? It's so long. Like what vibe? It's like 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 cabaret rock. Yeah, it's real bad. Nasty. It's a real bad time. Yeah. Who? It's like Mumford and Sons, right? The yeah. Dude, and which is funny because Sudeikis was in that. You know, that Mumford and Sons song. Only song of theirs I know is the one where it's like Sudeikis, um, Will Forte. Uh, Ed Helms and uh, who's the lead dude from Arrested Development? Oh yeah, um, what's his name? Patrick Bateman. No, Jason James, Bateman. Jason Bateman. <laughs> um, I think it's those four, and they're they're pretending to be Mumford and oh, Sons wow. in a band. Have you seen that clip? No, it's a great clip. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, Sudeikis was in it, and so it's funny that I mean, maybe maybe they became maybe friends the homies. The back of that. Yeah. yeah, I think he does a lot more. Well, than just a, I, I hate that song. I know they fired one of their members recently because he was like anti- one of the sons. One of the sons, or perhaps the father, <laughs> uh, because I think he was like anti-COVID. So, you know, they're not, they can't be too they're bad. Like, whereas the rest of Mumford and Sons are pro-COVID. Yeah. No, he was anti-vax. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, he was posting like alt-right shit on his like private accounts and they fired him. So, uh, we are at 47 minutes into this episode. And um, now from uh, our sponsors, here's a word. Yeah. Um, let's let's hear it from Angus and his review of the McFlurry you ate at, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. So, I've had a bit of a, a love affair with uh, the caramel, which I described as the McRib of Cadbury. You know, they whip it out every few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, great flavor. Great blend. I don't know if it exists in other territories. Perhaps. I'm, I'm sure it does. What is it? Like, just caramel milk? chocolate yeah it's fantastic it's not like too caramelly it's not white chocolatey in the sense it's just like it's just like got a good it's fantastic the the caramel flake i think is the the height the height of this yeah so they today mcdonald's uh almost as if they knew a new hay fam was coming out announced a twirl is it a twirl or is it a flake it's a flake flake right they announced a new uh dessert flavor and as you know i am not a fan of the current state of mcflurries i am part of Joe Biden's investigation into the ice cream machines. Uh, though I, I believe that his uh, Congress and his uh, investigation is US only. I do hope that it inspires mm-hmm. uh, a local division, a local division of McFlurry investigators. I would be happy to lead up the squad. I know uh, you would probably be a part of it. Yeah, sure. Sign yeah. Me up. But uh, the caramel McFlurry was announced saying that it had, a, it's a crumbled caramel flake on top with the caramel sauce. That enough, was for me to go, okay, let's just pretend I'm eating a Sunday. You know, let's not call it like in my head. Sure. Um, yeah, and it was fine. It was End gross. I had it time. It was gross. Now, was it gross because it was a McDonald's ice cream or you were just like... I don't mind a McDonald's ice cream. It was melted as hell by the time mm. I ate it. But I do have good ice cream here if you want to have Marpo. Oh, well, I have Marpo during... Yeah, I have, caramel, I, have car- I have caramel Marpo. That sounds fucking and great. And tiramisu. 
That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, the McFlurry was way too sweet. Yeah, no, that's what I wanted, so I was fine. Okay, good. Um, so here we are at 49 minutes into Sean the episode. Sean, and the dredgend of... Oh, I thought we should talk about the new Home Alone trailer. Oh, yeah, shit. Let's do that. Um, so the Home Alone... Uh, I guess it's I love that we're Home not going to talk about Shang-Chi. No, we will. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, like, it's fine. Um, I, I, again. Uh, I just want to talk about Home Alone 6. So it's called Home Alone Sweet Home. Is that what it's called? I was going to do it, yeah. Or is it Home Sweet Home Alone? I oh yeah that, that sounds more like more yeah like something I would home sweet home no I like home alone sweet home <laughs> it's the kid from Jojo Rabbit yeah and everyone's British they're all bean men yeah they're all bean folk <laughs> <laughs> for some reason and I I think it's actually fine to rob people in England so I, I like I'm a bit torn about who to root for why are they all like fucking podcasters in the cast yeah everyone's it's like Pete Holmes Rob Delaney is Pete Holmes in it. Isn't he? I don't think so. Yeah, he's in it. I, I, I thought I recognized him. He's in it. Oh, I thought you said Pete Davidson. No, no. He, he's not a podcast. <laughs> Wait, who's Pete Holmes? He made, has a podcast called like You Made It Weird or whatever. Oh, I don't yeah. know that. Um, Ellie Kemper, Rob Delaney, Archie Yates, Ailing B, Keenan Thompson. Chris Parnell. Yeah, that's fun. I don't know. It looks like it's a like full-on telemovie, huh? Yeah, it looks like... But also like... Like... It is a movie that can't happen now because like you go, there's a missing kid and then you text him yeah, and you go like, where are you? And you're like, I'm at home. Like, I can't wait for them to like nod and wink at how they get around that. It just seems disgusting. Like I'm so, something should never be remade. Can we get a ratio count? Can we check the trailer in a uh, in, a, in a minute? The, so Opera it's being being directed by Dan Mazer. Oh, cool. Uh, what would we know, Dan? You're from well, actually a, a considerable amount of things that we like. He was uh, a writer and producer of the Ali G movie, okay. the Borat movie, and the Bruno movie. Then what's he doing? And the Dictator. Then he did Dirty Grandpa. He directed Dirty Grandpa. Home Sweet Home Alone. Um, and then he's done a bunch of shit. Bridget I mean, I'll Jones give you this. It's funny that the kid's fat. Like, I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> wow So it's got Remember this old Hey fam segment It's got 9.2k likes On On YouTube, YouTube Yep How many, How many dislikes? dislikes Has it got 30 23 23 mm, Interesting DJ Scandalous Has it's, the top comment Right now Who it, says I feel like I seen two movies Just like this before You know Same story Same setup Same scenes Just better actors uh, it's been written by someone whose name is Streeter Seidel. That's cool. Who's a college humor guy. That's awesome. I love college humor. Uh, uh, is that video where like the, the girl's a landlord? Um, it's no, coming. Out, this is coming out quite soon, November twelfth. So less than a month until we well, get. Well, last year we watched every single Home Alone. Well, we have we have to watch this. Yeah, of course. Holiday classics were meant to be broken. What a funny choice of kids. They've even changed the font. Like that, like. I just don't think that's the right Kevin McAllister. Look, they've even changed the font. It's like not even the classic Home Alone. Is he called Kevin McAllister? No, you know who's in this movie though. Who? Because you know, at one point you see someone with McAllister on the back of their oh, um, bag. It's like a cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's is Buzz. That Buzz. Yeah. Oh yeah, I recognize so the actor it. who plays Buzz is in this. Oh, so movie. it's in the same universe. Yeah. Damn, I hate that. <laughs> Absolute dog shit behavior. Um, I don't even. I don't even say that I I finished Metroid Dread today. Did I? Yeah, like I nine did? times. Okay, cool. I just want to say it one more time, and I'll say it a few times in paper. Wait, did too. you? Was that a joke? 
I forgot. No, I did. You've I, said it so. Did many I talk times. about the fight? Okay, cool. You've swung about like <laughs> on text, like everywhere. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just, starting to get worried. I know you bought an OLED and you haven't even finished Metroid Dread yet. Yeah, I've like been working. <laughs> I'm very busy. Well, I haven't been sleeping. Okay, I'm exhausted. I've been watching Ted Lasso. I've been watching The Matrix Reloaded. I've done both of those things, I, I, and I, I finished I've Metroid Dread. Oh, I'm me too. Should we talk about it? I'm rewatching Succession. Oh, we should have Succession. Yeah, God, who's it's so best, good. Who's your reckons the best character? It's like the thing is like even watching again it they are it is like a perfect symphony because everybody plays their part so well. Mm. Like the the Roy's every Roy is amazing. It's just hard to pick a favorite. Though I still think it for me it's Kendall just his arc. Yeah, I I, didn't, I just love Kendall so much. His arc I, is insane. Okay, like, you shouldn't like him at all, but you feel for him so oh, much. Oh man, there's just in a way his that like patheticness yeah. is insane. Like I, I was rewatching, I forgot he goes. To, you like, root for him totally, like, but he's so pathetic. Like he goes to that uh, startup when he's like first fired like out st- and he's like putting shoes on that he in the car that he's like he's like yeah turn up the bass to the driver mm. and then he's like hey can i just be real for a minute i just got these shoes on the way here i think that's kind of late like telling it during the interview and he's he's like i'm gonna take him off right now and he just thinks he's like a ceiling breaker mm-hmm. but then fuck man and the the season one finale just it was brutal to watch again just when you think he's thought he's gotten away with you know that, the DUI and then yep. the dad just calling him up and hugging him and being like, come on, we know everything. We're, we've got you. And you're just like, this is pathetic. And he's like crying and can't, he's like, can't breathe. And it's just yep. like so hard to watch. And then he finally takes him down. It's yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it was cool seeing the seeds. It was really good because like both seasons are so like, so many things happen in season one carry directly through to season two like the whole investigation to the cruise line remember yeah and it's just so good seeing that again like greg get getting the documents and then at the wedding just going to kendall oh by the way i made copies of everything um yeah so uh yeah that's right if you yeah. need and he just goes greg the egg you machiavellian fuck and then <laughs> what a line pays yeah. off 10 episodes later that's so good he's just like yeah he's like oh do you know where i can get a, some drugs like kendall's like asking him he's like oh no i saw a guy over there he's like Oh, by the way, uh, I've heard what you're doing because he thinks that Kendall's going to take over. He's like, yeah, uh, you should you should uh, look after me. I've got, I know everything and I made coffees. And he's just like, well played, Greg. And it's just yeah. like he's kept that in his back pocket for like the year. Greg rules. <laughs> Greg, oh, man, watching yeah. Greg again. And it's just the, the delivery of his lines. And yeah, funny, with Ted Lasso, I messaged you this week. I'm like, oh, both Rebecca and the Roys have the same mom. That's bonkers. And I never realized that. The Force Awakens. <laughs> She's the nurse attending to Chewy and he growls. And she's like, oh, wow. Wow, you're so brave. Remember, she's really? like mocking him. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Remember, remember that? Remember yeah, that yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 that's her. And uh, she's such a cunt in um, Succession. <laughs> yeah. Just like she's going around to everyone at the wedding being like, how long are you going to give it? Yeah, yeah. And then she asks, <laughs> she asks Craig. And just, you know, when, he, when, he, when he's around like adults, he tries to speak proper. He goes like, oh, why is there doubt of foot or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> and just he, he always speaks like he's in like a Jane Austen novel Like yeah. he doesn't like get the order of the words correct It's just, it, man, it's just him and Tom are just Yeah, one of again. the best duos ever oh, of, yeah. They're like Bert and Ernie They're yeah. just like, <laughs> they're so abu- he's so abusive to him Really? Like, <laughs> when fun- he takes him out for dinner and they're like eating a deep fried bird Remember they have to put like Oh a, my god, like yes. They put like and, a serviette on there And, and kill like, it in one, in like one bite it in yeah, one yeah. bite And he's like gagging <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking funny And isn't that like Yeah what they do with Greg's first paycheck Yeah 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 He makes him go out Even though he's And he wants to go to California Pizza House And he's like <laughs> He just mocks him He's like no It tastes like shit It's just Tom is such a cunt And then the, 
again, I forgot. I remember in season two they had that devastating convo, him and Shiv, where he's like, "I'm sad with a, whether I'm with you or not with you." Remember, there's that amazing scene. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I forgot there's like an equally devastating one where they just get married and go upstairs like before going down to uh, and she the reception. For an open, open well, she's like, oh, I thought you understood this would be open. Like we're adults. And he's just like, no, I just kind of wish maybe you told me before we just, like, just got married then. And then she's like basically bullies him into it. And yeah. she's like, Oh, but come on, we're adults. And because so, you, you think that Shiv is like the kind of... The more, nice the one. Nice and you realise that she's like the worst one because she's like probably the most intelligent. Yeah. And it's like, she is going to be like the worst more than I think. Like, yeah, it's... Fuck, it's so good. It's like the best written show. And, when, just, and, and it like when like you forget about Connor for so long and then he just shows up and like... He's amazing yeah. in every scene he's in. The one where they, they're, they're at Tom's um, Bucks party and the, the wage staff like goes up uh, to Greg and they're like, you need to stop him. And he's had like two Molly and he keeps telling every woman he loves them. <laughs> and she's like, we've had so many complaints. Every, he's telling every woman that he loves them. He's like, I'm just so sorry. He's just like so innocent and such a dumb fuck. But then he uh, meets Shiv's boss, who's like that senator at the time, governor. That's right. The senator. And then he's just like, I beat him in a debate. He's like, he can't, he's like, can't answer a question because he's like, busy he's like oh beat him in a debate and then like a minute later announces that he's going to run for president <laughs> just i reckon he shiv's going to work for him and like make him a president oh wow that's my plot <laughs> she's arc. like a political advisor and i think she'll be like puppet mastering him yeah well what's going to happen to 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 um kendall no the dad um well the thing is it's like what do they do because he has on kendall that he like is responsible basically for a guy's death yeah but then Kendall has well then you withheld that information like you know what I mean and then he's yeah, an accessory to the yeah, crime yeah. it's kind of like that, that 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 that's the fact I think it, it ends with the entire empire just being worth nothing goes to Greg and no one oh it goes to Greg here goes to yeah. Greg or Greg's grandfather uh Greg's grandfather and brother Roy's uh yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan's brother yeah yeah I think it goes to Greg fuck I can't wait we got a new episode in, Greg in the heck <laughs> Greg the heck you Machiavellian fuck <laughs> you Machiavellian that's fuck. a brilliant line it's so good yeah, damn. I love I love Succession so much. <laughs> Pusha T does too. <laughs> and this is the first time we actually get to watch it week to week because we caught it. I know. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah we binged. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We literally binged it on binge. Well, you did. I, I bought it before binge came out. Oh, that's of course. Yeah. yeah. I got to I got to watch the premium. Uh, that's why you finished Dread before me. Because yeah, you had play, all that extra play, time. Played it on binge. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, there's nothing left to do on the show but review Shang-Chi. The, the new MCU movie. Was it Iron Rings. Man, what, 24? What are we up to? Oh, 26 now, right? 20... Uh, Shang-Chi Legend. What is that movie? <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking. It's funny to pretend you're talking out loud. The martial arts expert, <laughs> 2021 superhero film. Is it 25th film? There 25th. Goes. So it's Iron Man 25. Iron Man 25. Yeah. Um, yeah, we saw it last night. It was good. Uh, thanks for listening to HeyFam, everybody. Catch you next week. Um, uh, or if you want another episode now. Um, we're going to see, we're going to talk about, uh, oh, you, so by ma- your review, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, not good. Yeah. Right. And crazy. Awesome. See you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, we're going to do PayFam now. We're going to talk about Shang-Chi. No, we're um, going to talk about Kung Fu movie, Matrix. Yeah. Be- well, better I mean, Kung Fu movie. So, I, so you didn't like, you didn't like. Oh man. I, I was like Aquaman levels of bored. What? Yeah. yeah right. I, I, I had was, a great time with I this movie. I didn't like it at all. Maybe it was just like the excitement of being back in the cinema, but like. See, my life's a movie. <laughs> you, step, you step in here. And you're like, here's Tony Stark. <laughs>
Yes, the Michael, lights are always Michael going. Jackson's here. Michael Jackson's here. There's a cat in the corner. <laughs> I got two headphones. I got two headsets. Yeah, you have two headsets. Just one head here, though. <laughs> Who am I talking to? No one knows. I got every console. <laughs> I got the iPad. I'm uh, I'm the Kendall Roy of the podcast. I feel nothing. I've just got all these goods around me. Uh, yeah, no. I I I I thought it was like dog shit. It was like really like that bad. Of yeah, I, I was so bored. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I hated I, it. I, I think I like Parademon esque villain, like just soul sucking. I mean, Ben Kingsley was cool. I liked that. I found every character. I, I could not connect to any character. I thought it was. I just, liked that they were friends and not romantic interests. Oh, I just um, thought they were boring. They were just. I thought it was going to say something interesting about you know being a child assassin, but he wasn't. It's was just like. Well, but his like sister was interesting and like. No, she, I found her so dad. interesting. It was, she was just like. Man, I don't know, man. I found it so boring. The bus fight was kind of cool. Did Noon like it? Uh, not really. It was just. It's just. It reminded me of like a Netflix Marvel series. It was yeah. just like I, 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 I thought. I, it I thought I really I really enjoyed it. I the pacing was really good. And I was I like, thought like the I could not at all connect to the lead. Character. And I've been and I've been watching like, it was like no, a nothing d- but but Stephen Chow movie. I've been like like, like so I've been watching like nothing Stephen but Chow. What If, and this felt like another episode of <laughs> this What is If. This is so much better than What If. This was like yeah. What If. Uh, we kept making <laughs> bad. Because I would say that this was like probably my favorite origin movie that they've done ever. Like wow. I guess so. Yeah. I'd put this like, with like Dark World and like Incredible Hulk and Black Widow. No, nah, no way, man. No, for me, like I, yeah, yeah, I just didn't yeah. enjoy it. I'm just, yeah, that's, I was that's wild. Didn't like anything about it. I don't know. <laughs> I found like even like uh, not the Mandarin's like motives so like confusing. One minute he's like, I want my kids. I don't want my kids. I love my wife. I'm gonna kill you all. It was just. Well, he was going. He was driven mad by that voice. Yeah, but like a, a voice they introduced in the last 10 minutes of the movie. They're like, oh, by the way, there's like a, this this fake gate and there's a voice behind yeah, it. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's uh, just like, I found it like really all, dog shit. I, there was all the superhero tropes, but I guess I liked all of the stuff on top of that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I've seen the tropes done so much better by Marvel. And I think uh, the genie's been let out of the bottle with how good the character work has been in like Loki, WandaVision, even like... Uh, yeah, but I didn't find any of those stories satisfying to the end uh, this, like, no like, neither this though i didn't yeah at least yeah but i mean but no, the character I thought work, that, that final but also like just genre wise doing different stuff this was not like i don't know maybe i was expecting like a cultural reset like black panther or something i actually like that it's one black panther i think that's insane yeah yeah i, I thought it was like low tier i just found shang chi as a character super boring I, def- I definitely like parts of both of them more than the other but like i don't know i just i don't know I, I don't know I was, this is just like a crowd pleaser i guess and i i was as a crowd crowd so member I was, was pleased. i was like fuck when it was like an hour into the movie and i was like oh so this is what the movies is like i was like damn that sucks <laughs> i was just like didn't feel a thing that's crazy yeah i really want to get into it i was like cool a uh, new marvel movie uh nice you know little retcon with iron man shit i was like just i found it so boring man yeah, the right. bus fight fine, but just like I don't know, the Ten Rings was like so funny that driving through the bamboo forest that moves. It was just like I saw it twice. It was fighting in Hong Kong with Ronnie Chang. No, like it was just I seen bits in the trailer. I don't know. It was just Wong. Yeah, no, no, that didn't mean anything to me. I was just like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was fun. I don't know. I, don't think I didn't even like have a, it wasn't fun. A particularly I found it like movie. just was very, very soulless. Yeah, I found it extremely soulless and just like. Just like, funny that Black the Ten Panther's Rings definitely a better movie, but I think I was like, I was just pleased by this. See, to me, I was like, it was the opposite of Fast Nine, where I was like, this is the most fun I've had. This was like, 
so safe and so yeah just it did i didn't really i'm like i think there was just the, like I, I don't know for me it felt like a stephen chow like a big so budget it, adventure like movie with like you know like uh way of the west whatever what's it called the um you know like the monkey magic story yes it didn't that, feel like that, that, that at all to that me that it was like stuff, just the, like the secret a guy who like shang chi was so boring to me what's he been doing all this time He's been parking cars. Yeah, but he was a child assassin. <laughs> just He's been like the cars reveal of him, like, hey, safely. you know how I told you I didn't kill someone? Yeah, I actually did. You're right. That oh, is that's cool. fucking ridiculous. And you're like, so what have you been doing during the whole fucking movie? Like, Adventures Uprising and like the blip and stuff. Like, it was, it's just, it was so weird. And also, like, I was expecting this, like, amazing, like, I don't know, kind of like Raza oh, Ghoul. This like, was still like a six or seven out of ten for me, but like it was, I like it was an enjoyable. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh no, I just I really didn't like it. Yeah, well. And I like Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. I just thought this was like one of the most like dog shit ones. I don't know. I just think I was, I, I found it's kind I, of like, I guess I was I was coming to it after after Black Widow, which I definitely I preferred that, Black that, Widow to this. Wow. And I don't like Black Widow. Yeah, right. Wow. I just thought at least like the character work in that was better. Like, I got motives for Natasha. I got things. This was just, like, this dude who's just been chilling in San Francisco for a while. I don't know. I, I liked it, all the flight choreography, especially, like, the dance fighting. I liked like the, the dance one at the forest yeah. at the start. Yeah. I thought that was great. And I liked the bus one. But then, like, I just couldn't take it seriously with, like, the knife dude. Like, I was, like, the Ten Rings oh, yeah. are, like, super threatening in Iron Man. Knife fist. Like, they're, they're, they're yeah. like, so threatening. They're just, like... You know, obviously at the time we were like bombing Afghanistan, so the Middle Eastern and stuff. But yeah, yeah. just they went from like a menacing like terror cell to like just c- like the foot soldiers from Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I I guess I'm fine with that though, like because it's a stupid Marvel movie. I don't like. I- yeah, but it was just I don't know. It's like the Iron Man and the Ten Rings are so important to that. Story. No, it was so fun watching some a movie that didn't take itself that seriously. Oh, I'm fine with movies. Not, Marvel movies not taking themselves seriously. Completely. I just, yeah. I just thought. I guess I'm, I'm so used to like it being so like, like. But that's like, why I like. Like it was so somber. Like, yeah, well, this is for me. This is like on par with with an Ant-Man absolutely not. And the, the humor was yeah. some. Aquafina does a great Aziz Ansari. I will say that in terms <laughs> of how terrible and annoying she was. But this is actually nowhere near as annoying as, uh, I've, as she's been in other movies. Yeah, I, I couldn't stand her. You should watch the farewell to like actually learn, like figure out that like, oh she's actually a really good. I just thought it was, he was like, easily actor. the blandest Marvel lead like character. Man, I don't know. He was so bl- I can't remember a thing he stood for or did. Like um, par- parking cars. Yeah, he par- if he doesn't even park them, he gets scared to. <laughs> Dude, I really didn't like it. It was insane. I was like, cool. This is the first post Spider Man Far From Home post. Endgame movie, wow. And the Big first movie you see after the lockdown. And it was just so fucking average. I'm like, I think like they have really Marvel it made me think like what are the implications from here? Like I am very excited for Strange Two, very excited for Spider Man. Mm-hmm. You know, these familiar well, characters. This guy's gonna be in at least one of those. But yeah, it's like I'm so curious now, like, did now that we've getting these like expansions of characters on Disney Plus series, which I think have just so much better than the last two like film offerings. But how is he any less boring than like like Cap was or or Thor was in their first movies? I don't well, think exactly. I'm just like, are we? This is what I, this was got me thinking. Are we just now going to be every twenty movies we get an origin movie again? And to me, yeah. Oh, but we, the the we, origin movies are just so retro feeling now. Like I feel like with One Division and Loki, particularly, we like got this like post Marvel, like with you know new genres within Marvel. But then, I don't know, I, it, the fact that it just felt like I was watching a movie from 2007 and not in a flattering way, I was like, 
oh, okay, so this is what it's going to be like now. Yeah, I, can't, I, don't know, I, I enjoyed that. I, don't, I guess like... I was like, I, I, I think with WandaVision and stuff, I was like, fuck, this is sick. We're getting different. Yeah, but, but, like, but then like for, for that, I was like, oh, cool. Like a, a really strong promise and then ultimately let down because it just becomes the same old shit by well, the, the same end. thing happens in this it's just like yeah a, but this is just like the same CG old shit mess. from the beginning yeah. and I, was, I just enjoy it I was just okay I'm enjoying the yeah. ride like, no I, I, I don't know I just couldn't connect with it I had a at good time I, had a good I time. wish I liked it mm. uh, but it's like two out of two of the last two Marvel movies have been like man they sucked I'd probably not watch them again unless I was doing like I'd, a, I mean if you were like let's go see Shang-Chi tomorrow I probably would just go I, 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 I thought it was real fun the landlord from Kung Fu Hustle was in it and he got his did you recognize him? He was like the uh, the old the old guy at the um in the um, oh yeah in the village in the village yeah, yeah sure yeah I mean that's not enough for me to go I love this movie <laughs> that's not I didn't love it I definitely didn't love it oh, I just, Aquafina I had a, had a killed the dragon after shooting two arrows that's sick I, just, I don't know man I just found it re- really lame it was just tropey it wasn't like I don't was it, it like, but it, I just I don't know I just felt like it was I found it like real amateur. Yeah, really. No, I yeah. The, all the choreography was good. So they're like foot soldiers with their like laser beam crossbows. I was just like, man, this is what Tony Stark died for. <laughs> like, t- that, I, I preferred like how menacing the fake Ten Rings were in Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The best thing was for me was seeing Trevor. I thought he was great. And just his plot about being like the fake Mandarin. I was like, damn, he was actually far more... <laughs> like, what, what did this Mandarin do? I guess like, I don't know. With- for like the 10,000 years, like... What was he doing? Like, I thought... My mind went even went to, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier, which, like, I thought dealt with post-Blip really well with these, like, little terror cell uprisings about, like... I was like, did this dude just, like, vibe out in a castle by himself during all of this stuff? Like... I don't know. Maybe I'm expecting too much interlink stuff, but well, man, I was like, so this much guy has like they're, they're hit- setting up the new interlink stuff. Like, I think all they, like Black Widow set up the fact that we're now going to have all of these Black Widows. Like mm. running around, they they're gonna show up in the Disney Plus TV shows for sure. And then I feel like the apparently they might even be developing, like his sister is getting her TV. Oh TV yeah, the show Book now. of Boba Fett. But for that was exactly the same as the Mandarin. Oh, uh, of course, as yeah, the Mandalorian, yeah. the Mandarinian ending where <laughs> she like sits in a chair and is like, "Now let's get down to business." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's literally the fucking Book of Boba Fett ending." Well, that's gonna be. I reckon that'll be a Disney Plus show, or she'll just show up randomly. Like, like, like that was the coolest moment in Falcon and Winter Soldier for me was when the Dora Milaje showed up, and like if. Marvel just has like a bunch of random characters that aren't the famous actor, but mm. are instantly recognizable as their people. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of, For like sure. a, that's fun, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, know. I just found it very, very, very if, like, yeah. plotting and just like meandering. I don't know. I just wish, I don't know. I'm not expecting them to do it, but just after, yeah, I know the end. Journey they, to the re- West. That's what I was trying to I know to they really about. fucked that's, the landings of the TV series. Though I didn't think they did with Loki. I thought the Loki ending was fantastic. Yeah, it was solid. Yeah. Like compared to WandaVision's ending. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But I was It definitely didn't turn into the same old shit. No, no. And I was just I don't know, I think like but even like such... Black Panther turns into the same old shit. By oh the yeah, end, uh, yeah, you know for I mean? sure. I'm Whereas not saying... this was the same old shit from the beginning. I'm not saying that makes it a better movie, no. but, but I would just like, love for them to do be... like just not a thing like that. And again, like I don't want them to make Joker, but just do like I'd love them to do like a Loki type. Like now, oh, no, a genre piece that is like yeah. that, that sticks to genre that doesn't just become a superhero movie. Yeah, because yeah. this wasn't a. I was expecting. I guess I went in thinking like it was going to be a full martial arts movie, and it wasn't at all. I was like disappointed that it wasn't. The bus scene was cool. I really like that. It was a good bus scene. And then after that, I was just so bored with the like bamboo building fight. That was good. That was pretty good. Uh, 
I don't know. I I was just like, oh, okay. I don't know. I liked it, the the weapon that his sister wielded the like the dagger on a rope. That was cool. Yeah, it was fine for me. There lots of good, lots of very satisfying bamboo cutting in this. Movie. And like they did a lot of telling and not showing. It was just. I don't know, I found like there's so many meandering flashbacks of the same thing. Yeah, I could have done without. With there's a, a lot of because I was like, I was like, oh, how cool that Shang Chi already has his powers. We don't no. have to see him get them. We just had but, to see and learn. But then we go back and do it. Yeah, which is almost worse, isn't it? Yeah, it was a lot of telling and just not showing us stuff. I don't know. I was just, I know that he's not a Spider Man, but I still just love the Spider Man introduction in the same. But that's because we know everything that's about Spider Man. Yeah, but yeah. it would have been cool to be like, oh yeah, I. You have to like. I like, do kung fu. I kind of this finish and I was like, cool. Now we've set up everything. Like I'm looking forward to the next thing he does. So I found him just like a banal character that I'm like, I do not care if he shows up in anything else or not. Yeah, but what if he quips now? But he doesn't quip, <laughs> and he does. He already did, and it wasn't that good. He's quipping on like the MCU level is like. Very low, weak. but that was fine. I Maybe mean, I was fine. I liked that he was like, kind of like he was just too so ordinary. I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't know. I just found him so boring. But all heroes are ordinary. What you, which hero isn't? I guess you've got you're, you're no, either I'm a, Iron Man hey, or, or that, that Tony Stark picture. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. shrugging, going like, you got Iron Man, baby. You got a Hawkeye. You, need, you got you have cocky or you have like boring. That's that's the two stereo, like um superheroes. Yeah, you can't be any. You can't be the other, any other one, like variation on that. Yeah, I'm. I agree with you that these tropes should change, but um, it was just know. like for Iron Man 25. I was like, it's insane that like, yeah, that it's still literally. We'll be Iron reviewing Man. Iron Man 50, and shit won't have changed at all. Well, I'm just thinking now. Like, I don't know. I'm curious. This one, would, I think this is a crowd pleaser, right? Like, it's getting pretty good reviews. Yeah, yeah, which shocked me. Legitimately shocked me. I'm very curious to see what Eternals is like. I'm still not at all excited by anything I see for it. I'm hoping it changes when I it's see so the film. It's so funny to me that Kamel's character's name is Kingo. Hey, Kingo. <laughs> Kingo star. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm wondering now if we've got this like avenue of like great storytelling for an MCU product. Oh, wow. On um Disney Plus that it's kind of like, do they go, shit, what do we do now? Like... Maybe one day we'll live in a world where the movies are just the Avengers movies, like big team up things. And maybe the series will be how we learn about these characters. I don't I know. I mean, it's just, they're just going to keep doing the same shit. Like, it, it, but I know, wonder when the web can... is going to break. Cause like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like know. Venom is like made double the amount of money of this movie. Venom two has, I think it's like, this has made 400 million. Already. Yeah. It's made like 800 million. Venom two has made 800 million already. In a, in I think a, so. I was reading no the other, fucking way. <laughs> I think so. I think it's made like buttloads of money. Or it's beating, or it may, I'm just like, all of China, what I'm saying is more of China like Venom than Shang-Chi. <laughs> like, is this Marvel trying Well, Shang-Chi hasn't come out in, in China yet. Will it be allowed to? Uh, yeah, that will be, but, that, but the Eternals isn't. Right. Why? Uh, because Chloe Zhao said she didn't like China. Oh, okay. <laughs> or something like that. Well, she, no, that's, she criticized. That's, that's true. Dude, it's the opposite. Oh, okay. I got my information. Shang Chi's made four hundred million. Venom Two has made two hundred million. Right. I take that back. Then I read. I read it wrong. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for to Venom Two. Well, I, 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 agree I saw a trailer for Venom Two before this, and but, I was but like, "You're right." I, I, for all of my saying, like, "Oh, at least Shang Chi, like we you know, was trying to be fun and was fun." I know Venom Two is going to be so much more fun. Oh, the rave! Like yeah. that, oh, yeah. that, the clip of the rave was better than all of Shang Chi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was bored, and I, it was a bummer to be bored. 
Yeah, um, that's that is that is a bummer. Cause like, yeah, I was I, like I, so glad when it was over. I was like, fuck, this is so long. Well, because I was genuinely bored with you during Aquaman, but I was not bored at all during this. Yeah, I was. Pretty I, bored. I get like they are a bit milk toast, the two leads, but I feel like I don't know when I you just are thought it doing looked so uninspiring. But too. whenever whenever you are like a major studio proving like, oh, we're doing the first Asian superhero movie, I feel like they will always err on the side of, oh, let's make sure these guys are pretty like boring. But, and relatable. I don't know. Like, Black Panther was opposite. I thought. I thought it's like. I, I guess they'll they'll like that the big action finale is it was like that's what that was the boring side but you're right yeah the characters are so like T'Challa is man well, Killmonger it, is like just an insanely great character yeah for sure and yeah, it yeah. spoke a lot about you know as a, again as a white dude I can't really say like I love what it said about the black American experience but I don't know maybe I went in reading in too much to like you know the 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 politics of why this movie was made i was kind of expecting like i really liked when they were like oh your name's sean like him i thought maybe there was gonna be something interesting about like much like i guess killmonger or killmonger's dad like hiding their identity i was curious to see that explored about like asian americans but but not everything not everyone has to do that like no and i guess that i remember this before coming out you know actors and everyone being like oh production that was like you know we did it with black panther and now we're doing this and i was like oh no it was just like just a Phase one Marvel movie. Yeah. I like a lot of those and I like this. Yeah. I don't know. I liked them when I saw them and now I know what they're capable of. So going back to them is always a slog. That's what I mean. I'm interested now. Like when we do introduce new characters, I really hope it doesn't continue this trend of, all right, we're going to make a phase one type movie. Yeah. It's always more fun when they introduce them in an ensemble movie. Yeah. Like how good is Black Panther getting introduced in Civil War? Or Spider-Man getting introduced in Civil War. But it's just, I, I, this, I guess was the first time we've had a new character introduced post Endgame, like the culmination of that first whole arc. And it kind of basically reverted to what they used to do. And I'm like, I don't know. I guess audiences are fine with that, but for me, I was like, I kind of was hoping something else. I mean, like, a, like, yeah. Phase four to me, I don't want it to be equal to phase one. I'm, yeah, I have no idea what the Eternals is going to be like. Yeah, like, I'm really. Yeah. This is the first time I've, this phase so far has been so bizarre. And I, th- I wonder, I, th- I thought maybe Shang Chi was going to set up something for Eternals. Well, I think it is some the connection ending. that you have know, the beacon or whatever. Yeah, is it? Yeah, they're okay, like right. this has been here for a long time. Oh, okay, sure. Also, yeah, how course, funny, yeah, yeah. how how much do you think they paid Brie Larson and um, uh, yeah, Mark really Ruffalo funny. to yeah. like phone in their lines? Mark Ruffalo. Uh, it was weird. Um, at no point did either of them say anything about Calamari. It was so weird. Why wasn't Winter Soldier there chatting about? <laughs> that would be so good. It's there. It's like, <laughs> hey, who ordered the Calamari? <laughs> yes. Just, he's in there at the end of that big dragon fight at the end. He like cuts it in half. <laughs> yes. and he's like, who ordered the Calamari? I would have cheered if that happened. Yeah, right. I would have like, loved yeah. if Winter Soldier saved the day for some reason and asked a tribe of like mystical people. <laughs> Another tribe of mystical people. Another tribe who wanted the calamari. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if they like they they see him come out and they're like, oh, we call this guy like the White Walker Wolf, and they're like, oh, and they're like, yeah, some other like. He gets passed around indigenous tribes and they can't handle him because he's so fucking annoying. Because all he talks about is calamari. And they just pass him around. <laughs> he's like, yeah, who are the calamaris? And he's got like a dragon scale arm or something. They're just like, fuck, this dude is so annoying. <laughs> the Wakandans passed him over to us because we were like down. 
So that's an extra long hey fam for yeah. you. But if you want it to be longer, it can be. We're about yeah. to uh, hit stop on this one. Let's talk record. about a real kung fu movie. Uh, the Matrix Reloaded. Because we're doing a little thing over at PayFam um, where every week we review a different Wachowski movie uh, yeah. in the lead up to the fourth Matrix movie coming out. There is out. a link. Bill Hope was the director of photography for this and he is the director of photography for the Matrix trilogy. Right. Which is why, I, you know, the action was... You know, you can actually see what was happening for a lot of it, which yeah. doesn't happen in most Marvel uh, close quarters fights. And um, the part where uh, Shang-Chi's dad uh, breaks down the, the barrier to his where his wife is being held captive mm. and yells, where's my pussy? But, yeah, yeah. It's actually a reference <laughs> to, to, Matrix, to Reloaded. Matrix Reloaded, which is the movie we're going to be... Actually, Link, I think the character in Matrix Reloaded was basically um, the precursor to Aquafina's character. Okay. Just like saying things for the audience. Where's my pussy? <laughs> Well, not just that, but just like going, oh, wow, he's flying now. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we've done uh, Bound, their first movie. We've done the first Matrix movie. We entered the Animatrix last week. Yeah. And this week we are going to do the Matrix Reloaded. I cannot wait. Um, and uh, what's good? We're going to, yeah, we're going to be talking about a movie that I haven't seen since uh, 2003 when it came out. Yeah. Uh, it was very interesting to revisit this one. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it for like at least 15 years. Um, so yeah, come and join us over at patreon.com slash heyfam. $5 a month gets you an extra episode of HeyFam every single week, plus access to our Discord channel where you can talk spoilers for all the big movies coming out, like Shang-Chi, like Venom 2. Um, there are spoiler channels already popping. I can't wait to turn notifications back on for the Venom 2 channel. Uh, at the moment, I haven't been spoiled for anything. Fuck, I, I, I've had the... The shit spoiled out of it. I've had the shit spoiled out of Venom 2 and the the new Bond movie. Like a major news publication ran with a headline which spoiled the ending. That's so annoying. I was like, that's so fucking... I know we're getting movies late. Yeah. But damn, that, that, that really does be sucking. Um, also, a big part of me doesn't care. I'm just like, whatever, they're movies. Like, yeah, for sure. They're just like, I've got to switch over. But they should not be boring. I'm, I'm, I'm bummed that you were bored. Dude, it was so boring. It wasn't, but... I, I would like sad. for you to watch it again one time and... It not be the first movie you've seen. Nah, it's like just like candy. I don't like. It's like whatever. It's like a bunch but of I've had like good candy, stuff. like Fast Nine. That was like no, but that's that's not candy. That was like that's ca- that's candy fucking laced any, with that's cocaine. like energy drink. That was like yeah. it was like ca- that's a, cocaine that's a laced candy. That was like ketamine laced. Yeah, yeah. Where this was like, my parents had to be. It was like an air cut. You know what? It was like an airplane cut of an action movie. Like all the good shit was taken out. <laughs> Patreon.com slash HeyFam. Come join us uh, for a big discussion of The Matrix Reloaded and so much else. See you over at Patreon.com slash HeyFam or next week. Bye. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 